0: There are two ways to increase impact, where you can go faster or you can change gear, but you can't change gear when your foot's on the accelerator. So you do have to slow down to to speed up. It's a bit of a cliche, but um, when you try to go faster, you just hit the ceiling of complexity and you max out.
1: Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Richard Metcalf of X-Quadrant. Richard, it's great to have you on the show. Hi, Gresham. Hey, looking forward to this. Um, thank you for having me. Yes, I'm definitely excited about having you on as well, too, and about all the awesome things that you're doing. And before we jumped into the interview, I want to read a little bit more about Richard so you can hear about some of those awesome things. And Richard describes himself as what you get if you were to put a McKinsey consultant and a slightly unorthodox pastor and an entrepreneur into a bl- lender. And he's an executive coach and leadership consultant to some of the top CEOs on the planet and their leadership teams. And Richard is bi-national, English and French, lives near Paris and is happily married and proud father of two. Richard, super excited to have you on the show again and about the work that you do. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Absolutely. Let's do this. Let's make it happen then. So to kind of kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story.
0: Yeah, sure. So my life, story is, my life story is obviously my most interesting topic for me, it's my favorite subject. So I'll try to keep it short. Uh, in a nutshell, I grew up in the UK. I went to, I studied at Oxford University. I went into strategy consulting in the tech media and telecom sector where I rapidly became a um, partner uh, there at a pretty young age. And then I was headhunted by Cisco, uh, Cisco Systems. So I went into the tech industry, you know, in a huge company for about 10 years. And I got to a stage where uh, it, it was great. I was in a role set up by the, as a team set up by the CEO of Cisco, working with their very top um, Fortune 100 customers and partners on really catalyzing strategic projects. So really, really fascinating stuff and working at a, an executive level. Um, but I realized that it wasn't the story I wanted to be telling my grandchildren when I was 90 or whatever, right? It was it was fine, but it was, uh, I wanted a bit, I wanted to say a bit more than all the financial impact I was able to make in different Tel- telecoms operators or whatever around the globe. And so I realized that what excited me what and what my sense of purpose was you know helping already impressive leaders get past their own uh, fears and, and 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 their own success formula that's gotten to where they are and helping them really make an even bigger impact on their organization, on their profit, on their people, and also on the world, right? And make a, make a dent in the world. And so that really led me to set up my own business, uh, X Quadrant, um, where uh, me and some of, some of my, my colleagues will uh, work with um, high-level leaders, CEOs, founders, C-suite leaders, um, really at that intersection of strategy and leadership and purpose. And that's really kind of what got me going, was that just desire to make a difference in people's lives.
1: Nice. I absolutely love that. And I really love that kind of, I don't know if you would consider it to be an exercise, but just like one of those legacy asking questions of like, absolutely. what do I want to tell my grandchildren? Like, what will I tell them about what it is that they do? And and I love how that seems to kind of translate into the conversations and the work that you do with your clients. I'm sure they're probably wondering the same things and trying to make sure they set their organizations up to be able to do that.
0: Yeah. I ask the same questions. You know, I say that I, I tend to draw a diagram like a um, a Venn diagram with strategy, leadership, and purpose. I draw kind of a big circle around it and write kind of tech and digital and fast-moving industries. But for me, it's at the intersection of all of those things where the magic happens. And and I love. So I often ask my customers, you know, like what's what gets you out of bed? You know, what you can't ins- you can't move others until you moved yourself. What inspires you? What's the impact you want to make? Um, what's your new North Star? And often people haven't thought about those questions quite enough. They're not quite clear.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I often forget, and I'm sure you have those conversations all the time that, you know, when we talk about, you know, leadership impact, you know, making a ding in the universe and and all those things that we've been kind of talking about, it often starts with ourselves. And we often think about like, what do we have to do? But we sometimes forget about ourselves when we're trying to make that impact and start to lead. Awesome. 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 I love that. So I wanted to drill down a little bit more, hear a little bit more on how you're working with your clients. I know we touched on a little bit, but can you Mm. take us through a little bit more on what that process looks like?
0: Yeah. So I'll give you the kind of the big picture and then a couple of bits about the process. But uh, so imagine, you know, you're a CEO, you're a founder, or you're another senior leader in a complex business. There's all sorts of moving parts. There's people, there's technology is changing, and you've probably got big ambitions. Um, And uh, perhaps you've got, perhaps you're in your biggest ever leadership role, right? Perhaps you've just taken on a new team or a new organization or something's changed and the stakes are high. There's a lot of complexity, a lot of change. And you know that you need to get to your next level to lead at a new level. You know, you've clearly, you're have clearly you clearly doing well because you're already at this level, but you know there's more. And um, for me, there's normally about four things to work on. The first is extract yourself from low level tasks so you can focus on what truly matters. The second one is think and act more strategically, even when there's complexity and ambiguity. So where do you actually put your focus? Um, third one is how do you get your leadership team to become more cohesive and, and and create more value? Often, leaders, you know, leadership teams in companies, they're great sets of functional leaders, functional managers, if you like. Everyone's their expert in their own area. They haven't always come together with a, into a cohesive strategic aligned uh team that's really got each other's backs uh, and then the and then the fourth part is inspiring your organization and perhaps even your industry so kind of growing your influence uh, across various uh, circles of influence to be able to create the change that you want and so it's really this idea of changing gear right moving up and leading at a higher level leaving the comfort zone of what you know behind a little bit to kind of play at a bigger bigger game. And um, and that's really what I do, right? So I'll work with leaders individually, one-on-one. Uh, that might be some CEOs I you know, meet with every month or every couple of weeks to be a sounding board. Or it might be leaders who are coming up and we work for a more defined period of time, perhaps to get them to their next level. Um, or it might be with a leadership team as a group. Uh, and then sometimes I might consult at a higher level when you've got a, a whole organization organizational shift to make, perhaps, and that's going to require working at multiple levels. But generally, I say it's you can't scale until you've transformed and incubated. So I tend to say, start with the leader, then work on their team, and then help that team scale the change to their own organization.
1: I love that. And I definitely want to put that on a bumper sticker or something you can't scale until you transform and incubate it. And I think so many times we try to skip steps to the scaling part and forget about, you know, those foundational pieces. And I almost think each of those four aspects are almost like uh, legs of a stool, you know, so to speak, where they're so important to make sure you try to, to work on those things. And I imagine as a leader that wants to go to the next level, it's probably um, a challenge to try to figure out how to do that. So I love that you've been able to kind of break that down so that, I think the leaders at the end of the day can focus on those high priority things.
0: Yeah, there's um, a framework I have called the Impact Multiplier Method, and it's it's really for the four constraints that any leader is going to encounter in themselves, in their team, and their organization, right? The first one is is a constraint of commitment. You know, are we actually committed to this goal? Right? Is it clear? Is it compelling? Or do we get? Are we excited about it? Are we actually owning that? Second one is attention. You know, where are we actually putting our limited attention? Is it on the right things? Is it on the most strategic things? Um, but the, um, the third one is action. Like, do we actually have the skills needed to work the change in different ways? Do we, do we have the ability? Have we got time? Have we got the right habits? Uh, and, and, and the last one is is influence. Are we actually bringing people along with us on that journey? Right? Are we nailing those critical conversations? And I always find that in any you know, when you've got big goals, you're always looking at which of those four areas do I need to tune up? Do I need you know what what's the one where if I can get past that barrier, everything is going to expand and we're yeah. going to create more
1: results. Absolutely. I love that. And the ability to be able to break that down into something that's a little bit more, um, I think, tangible and probably understandable and impactful, I think, from a leadership standpoint of how to get to that next level. Do you consider that to be like the the impact multiplier method? Do you consider that to be what I like to call your secret sauce thing you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique?
0: Yeah, yeah, to some degree. I mean, um, it's one of the it's one of the elements. Right. I mean, I would say. In a way, a deep level of systems thinking, really understanding, you know, where are the levers that are going to change things, is definitely part of that. And the impact multiplier method is definitely one of those. And it's a framework that we'll use uh, with other clients. I mean, I'd say, at a high level, you can find a lot of consultants who'll come and speak to you about business and strategy. You can find a lot of coaches who will kind of come and help you with your soft skills uh, as a leader. You can get your, you know, life coaches who help you think about your purpose and your inner game and your fears and uh, Confidence and these kind of things, uh, but I think very few people really master the intersections of all those, and know where to focus when in that whole picture. The business skills, the internal mindset stuff, the the, the EQ. Uh, part, and so I think that's kind of really our secret sauce is to say, you know, we want to work at that area. You know, I've spent over twenty five years, you know, in in the C suite in in the corporate world, uh, in the tech sector. So I understand the industry, and you know, we work with leaders from billion dollar companies, um, CEO of billion dollar companies to tech unicorns to you know other other kind of really interesting businesses, and um, I think being able to speak at that business level is really important and then we bring out these tools right it's important to have a a language which we can transmit to our clients so that they can benefit from it like the impact multiplier method you know these four areas and they can think about that but they can also pass it on to their teams because i'm not so much interested in pure personal transformation that's important but it's also that multiplication part and i think that's one of the secret sources it's it's um Transforming yourself is one thing, but how do you pass that on to your team and help them pass it on to their team? And so making it simple to do
1: that, is another key part. Definitely appreciate that. And I wanted to uh, switch gears a little bit. And I wanted to ask you sure. for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have. But what's something that makes you more effective and efficient?
0: Yeah, I wanted to come up with something a little bit different for this. Um, and, and, and the one I thought about is an app, which, uh, which I I don't always use. But when I use it, I find it really, really helps. And it's Brain FM. Don't know whether you've come across it. It's, um, I haven't. it's, um it's basically an app that you have on your phone and you put you put your headphones on and it plays music, kind of computer generated music that is designed to kind of hack your brainwaves and get you into a certain zone. So whether you're trying to relax or in my case, I tend to use it when I'm writing, um, I wanna be focused. And it kind of just plays this kind of vaguely inspiring music in the background. But it's been designed to really get your brainwaves into a certain state to allow you to kind of really be in the zone. So I just mentioned it because it's kind of quite out there, right? It's not what most productivity advice would be. But I find it, um, you know, there is a moment when we need to kind of double down and focus and get some serious work created, right? Create and bring things out of us. And I find it's, it's a useful way to get rid of the distractions and, zo- and zoom in.
1: Nice. I love that. And and probably especially with a lot of the high performers that you work with, it's always trying to figure out, you know, those things that they can do to kind of get to that next level. I imagine being able Mm -hmm. to kind of hear about certain things like this and the impact that music and what we're putting into our body and putting into our minds and our ears can have such a huge impact on what it is that we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this is a little bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you touched on, but I usually say it's something you would tell your favorite client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Yeah. So there are two ways to increase impact where you can go faster or you can
0: change gear, but you can't change gear when your foot's on the accelerator. So you do have to slow down to, to speed up. It's a bit of a cliche, but um when you try to go faster, you just hit the ceiling of complexity and you max out. And so it's always a question of how am I going to create space so that I can invest time in
1: changing gear and playing at a higher level? Awesome, awesome, awesome. So I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping our different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So Richard, what does being a CEO mean to you? It's taking the ultimate ownership
0: for the success and impact of a business. In terms of its purpose, its profit, and its people. I've tried to draw a diagram like with arrows between these three points, and I can never do it because the arrows flow both ways, right? Uh, you know, if you know if you're delivering on your purpose, that inspires your people, which then allows you to create a great profit, right? Um, you know, if you've got um good profits flowing, um that allows you to fund your people, right? And recruit great people uh, who in turn can deliver on the purpose. And actually we know that businesses who have a clear Mm -hmm. sense of purpose Generally, are able to create high profits. So the arrows always flow both ways. Uh, the, these are intersections. You know, it's uh, they all go together. One of the things I love to, to do is to think about the system. You know, businesses are complex, interconnected systems. Um, you change one thing over here, and something else changes in response, completely unpredictably, probably uh, because this
1: is so complex. So you need to work on all of these areas, in my view. Richard, absolutely appreciate that definition. Of course, I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do now was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know, and of course, how best people can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. Yeah, I was thinking about this, I think
0: perhaps the best uh, the best uh, entry point that people might find helpful is um, I've written a series called Exponential Leadership Principles, and it really touches on all these things. Right? How what do we do to get um, to get past that current level of success and uh, we you know without just incrementally working a bit harder or just tweaking a couple of things, yeah, you know, how is it that some people are able to have these absolutely incredible, Trajectories where they leave behind almost completely what they were doing a couple of years back, and are making incredible impact on the world. And I wanted to really study that and look at that. Um, so I've written um, it's like a, about a seven-part email series. It's obviously completely complimentary, um, and um, and the first you don't even need to sign up. The first the first of those is actually on my website. Um, you can just access that at xquadrant.com/slash i am So if you just type in I am CEO as one word, um, you'll you'll, you'll find it. And um, that's probably the best place to go. Uh, to find me in a way that you on know, my, my website you can also find me that's my podcast as well i have a podcast uh, so if you like podcasts as i'm sure you do if you're, if you're listening to this um it's called the impact multiplier ceo and it's on every platform
1: yeah absolutely i, I love that and we'll definitely have the links and information in the show notes for everything that you're doing your podcast and all the great work that you do and i hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day my friend thanks question it's been a pleasure Thank you for listening to the IMCEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the IMCEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.